0: Hi there, I'm Birkett O'Connor, and welcome to my studio and to my podcast, The World of Watercolor Painting. Now, I have really enjoyed my podcast, but I've taken a break for quite a while simply because of the editing, and I just can't do absolutely everything. I love our podcast, and I've been encouraged by my students to go ahead and and do more of them. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the real world of watercolor and what it's like and talk to students and I'll have some guests coming on occasionally, but right now, I think what we're going to do is focus on one of the student meetings, and actually, we talked about fear, uh, procrastination, and all sorts of things. Now, this sounds going to be a little raw, but that's okay, because it's the real world of watercolor. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Hey, everyone. How's everybody doing this morning? So let me let me just check in with um, Betty. How are you doing, Betty? I'm doing fine. I
1: worked on the changes that you uh, had suggested last time. And I think it turned out a lot better. I didn't get it submitted. Sorry about that, but.
0: Oh, that's okay. And you can also hold things up if you want to, um, as we go along, we'll look at, so um, let's let's see what I have in first and then we can talk about it. Okay. So that that helps. And so um, were you able to see it differently? Tell me how your experience was with that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think you had em- or had said to emphasize uh, getting some more darker areas. And uh, so it would help pop out the petals and things like that. And it really made a difference.
0: Thanks, Betty. And then Jean, how are you doing? Hanging in. So do you paint right there by any chance? Uh, yeah, that's the theory. Where's your paintings? That's the
1: theory. <laughs> Jean, it has been a hellacious two months. It really has. This is as far as I got
0: Oops, back it up a little bit.
1: I, have, I get it. I have good intentions.
0: Hey, life. Life yeah. gets in the way.
1: If it would just know? back off a little bit, you know, just give me a couple hours every day, you know, I'll be all right.
0: Well, you know, it depends. Like if it's family and all this stuff, it's really hard to do right. that. You know? Exactly. And exactly. the the way I handled it when the kids were younger was that, um, you know, I had to block off even if it's two hours it It sounds reasonable. it sounds easy to do. It's not always that easy to do. Nope. So what you can if possible, if you have like a a banquet table or anything that you can leave your paintings out on right. and then just come back to it when you can right so you well know, that's, but that's what I've got. It's just a matter of getting to it. I know it's always it's
1: always some crazy thing, you know, and so that's the way it is. so I'll get to it. I love these paintings.
0: I understand. So I'm thinking, what could help you? Like, if you can just not, what's also different? Here's the positive thing about something like that is that, um, you know, it's like, it's frustrating. I get angry if I can't get to my painting, actually. I get really frustrated and crabby and all this. But if we have it there and we can only do a few minutes. So if you have your painting up, like on the wall back there, and then you walk by it and see, oh, maybe I need to go darker with some of the color in the center. You can maybe do just get the paper wet, stroke a color, move it around, dry it and go on to something else and but, not stay focused in your painting. Yes, so it's going yes. to do a couple things. It'll help you not overdo your painting and it'll help you get perspective. So yes, because yes. we just can't always have that that devoted time. And I hear you. That's right. It happens. Okay. Well, I'm thinking about you. Thank okay? you. okay? Thank you.
1: I'll send you something as soon as I get it.
0: Okay. I like that. All right. Thanks. It's really tough to figure out the schedule. Really tough, you know? So, and even because there's a lot of stuff coming up, it's the beginning of summer for all of us. So it's a little challenging. See, we've got everybody here and Maria, how are you doing? I want to check in with you. How are you doing? doing? I'm
2: I'm at the beach. I'm very sunburned. And, uh, And I discovered your podcast.
0: Wow. That's so fun to listen to. I really appreciate that. You know what, put the brakes on me doing that. I'd like to do that. It's just the editing and, Uh um, what I like the audio more than I prefer the video on it. And it should be, but then somebody Uh that I know that was working at Apple said, Oh, you should turn it into a video. And I think I maybe did one or two or three or something like that. And I thought, man, I do not have the time for this. So, Uh um, but I would like to do more. And I would love, you know, if you have suggestions on what you'd like to hear, I'd like to know about it. Okay. So, I really enjoy listening. I listen to it while I, I work. And it's fun because it keeps me motivated. Oh, I love that. I had so much fun doing it. It's just when it became the the visual, I thought, man, I just don't have the time for this. So right. it's easier for me to talk to people, you know? Yeah. Go
2: ahead. The nice thing about no visual is that because I'm busy working I can't be watching something while I'm working so it's really nice to just be able to listen
0: well I appreciate that just send me some questions and then I can go ahead and I'll put a paper cut out of myself up and then I'll go ahead and talk to myself and answer <laughs> okay <laughs> because, you know what It's I can talk to a post you know so <laughs> I'm going to try and figure out how to change my name on this thing. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to continue on then. Thanks. I really okay. appreciate that. You have okay. inspired me and motivated me on that. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I'm Thanks. Really and Gail, how are you doing? Miss Gail. Hi, Birgit. I'm doing great. I just seem to have been really, really busy lately,
3: but I am... Really looking forward to finding some time to paint. I love it. And you've inspired me in so many ways. I can't wait to do that sweet pea. I love sweet pea. So that's (laughs) next on my list. I love it. That was
0: fun, wasn't it? You know, and also, so I did that for my members and I did it over a series of two weeks. And just because uh, we're doing a lot of other things and I debated whether or not I was going to put this open for everybody but then also with that article that just came out and realism live so i'm always open to suggestions of what we should do so thank you gail and watching what you've seen too thank
3: you i see you've taught me a ton i am i am learning and i am really tickled that i'm finally getting it through this thick head i love it i'm having so much fun so thank you for
0: oh <laughs> you're welcome getting on that Well, I did this kelp one back here, and that's going to be in a class coming up in July. And one of the things I noticed in that I was using my round brushes, which I always use and have used for years. But when I first started painting, I was using this one. And if you saw my very early videos, then you would see this. And I haven't picked this up in about 20, 20 or 30 years, you know, and I picked it up for that painting. And the reason being is that the surface was softer and it's arches, but it was absorbing the water differently. So I was getting a little frustrated. And when I was using even a small brush, this isn't the small one, but a different brush, I was getting some brush lines just because I was building up the color. And I thought, why am I struggling? And I think it was because of the paper surface and this brush is, which is very soft. So what happened was I came back to this brush and tried it. And if you can hear that, it's loose, you know, if the ferrule is loose in there, and I just adore this brush. And you know, like some people say, oh, you need to get a new brush with a good point. No, I embrace these little guys. So I ended up, I could never find it again. And I think I might have found it. So I will keep you posted. And let's see. Here we go. So, Lee, you have been doing an amazing job, too, with your um, you have a couple of them. You have this one down here and this. And so you've taken your paintings and applied the technique. So tell me about it first.
2: Um, Well, that one's the rose from my garden. So that was quite a a jump for me. It was a challenge for me. And I'm pretty happy
0: with the way it turned out. Well, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful and light. And, you know, it is so stunning. And this is stunning too. Both of them are fabulous. So it really depends on what you want to achieve. Like these, this is gorgeous as is. If you, I have a tendency of getting very deep, you know and dramatic and if i did that it would entirely change the painting what i love about this is the lightness i like your values here and i like how you handled your overlapping color here the little dabs and how you allowed it to dry naturally created those beautiful little rings around there now and how you handle the background and the balance of color with this is gorgeous I don't oh, necessarily. You. Well, I don't think I could actually do something light. I have a tendency of just going heavy and dramatic. So, like, if I was looking at this with my approach, it would be really different. I think, but and I would if I, I'll that or this, they would both be different. They're both gorgeous, and uh, let's see. I'm going to talk about this. Of just so you have an idea. Of what I'd be thinking, would you like to know that, or do you want to just? Sure. I don't want. I don't really want to influence you so much because I love what you did, but I think. Let's see if we. I
2: actually thought of you. I I was. I saw you in a video where you joked, or maybe it was in one of our classes where you said something about some people like to. Put 150 layers on. Oh, yeah,
0: right. Yeah. And
2: I laughed at that because I felt like I built that up so gradually because I was afraid of going too dark. I really wanted it to stay light and airy. And boy, did I do
0: a lot of <laughs> layering. Low layers, yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing that you risk when you're doing that too, like this is gorgeous through here, you're using nice, light, transparent color. This is wonderful through here. But what you're risking, it's also getting uh, like you can get it a bit more botanical using the little strokes like you have here. Like if we look at that right through here, but the risk is that it can end up looking overworked, like too brushy. You know? uh-huh. So that would be something that think about and then up here like knowing like let's say you've got the light on this and it all looks you know just like that but if let's say if i'm using this as my reference photo and i decide that you know i'd like to get a bit more depth in here i'm going to look for my highlights and so you've got the highlights here you've got highlights highlights this is beautiful through here And how can I pull that out more? This is very similar to what we've got, that uh, peach peony. And I'd be thinking about, let's go ahead and use this. You know, I'm I'm not doing any big surprises here. You know, again, I'm always thinking of how can I get more depth? Gail, so tell me about this. You've got a great highlight. You got my message of what I thought you could do to change that. What do you think? Oh, well, okay, then I'll tell everybody what I think.
3: <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay, so I did your suggestions. My problem with this is I had a heck of a time figuring out what pieces belonged to what. So when I, because I couldn't figure it out, I didn't know what to, where to put shadows or what to do about it. And this one drove me nuts. But I did, I I did feel better about it when it was finally done. But I would do it again, knowing, well, oh, that belongs, you know, that's a petal. <laughs> that really helped me. And I mean, that is something apparently my head needs to know before I can relax and just paint it. I don't know what my deal is. But um, I really like a lot of people, you know, you're yeah, trying to make sense of it. Duck or something. Beautifully done. Thank you. I love this one now that it's done. I'm really happy with it. Thank you
0: gorgeous and this was stunning back here it's very soft very clean very zen you know i Thank think you. <laughs> you're welcome
3: i got one i want to put on a wall yay
0: <laughs> oh fantastic is that the one your
3: husband
1: said that he liked
3: yes that's also oh. one he liked. yeah because he doesn't like much i do but that that's okay no, it's, it's not very real i mean he's if it's not in focus he doesn't like it so it's a typical man thing
0: you know and i'm not trying to be sexist or anything like <laughs> that but <laughs> you know they like boats they like to see things men usually either very abstract or they want to see it exactly like that it's a duck it's a boat it's a train Hopefully you know so yeah
4: mm-hmm.
0: okay and lee you know um I, I just wanted to thank you again for putting into my mind about uh, the uh, podcast, and I would like to I'd like to explore doing that more again. Mm-hmm. I just uh, you know
2: time for me it was a real treat when I found that out. I didn't know that you never talk about that.
0: Well, because I haven't done it for a while because of the video, oh,
2: you know. Oh,
0: okay.
2: So I well, learn a lot from everything that I listen to. Yeah, yes, it's very helpful.
0: Okay, well, so you've planted that seed.
2: (laughs) You also have a very soothing and encouraging manner about
0: you. Oh, thank you. I wish that people around me would listen to me.
2: (laughs) You know what one I really loved was the one where people talked about their goals? Yeah. Yeah, that that was really, I listened to that twice actually.
0: I like the idea of, uh, which we did, we had a podcast thing where people would come together and we would talk about certain subjects for a period of time and uh, what works for them and what doesn't. So, and I'll tell you, part of the problem I found is that I was, I have, I know lots of arts and trying to get them to come in, to do a podcast, to get them to commit. It's just like, they're like, I'm not ready. I can't do it. And I thought, Oh my God, I don't have the time for that. You know? Mm -hmm. So You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I want to know whatever you want to know. You just let, let me know. (laughs) All right. I'll think. So you've got my brain working here. That's a a frightening thing. (laughs) Because I'm thinking, Oh, maybe I'm just going to hang out with Jean and talk to her about finding time. And then we'll put that in the podcast. Because if you take a student, then that's somebody who's
3: thinking, okay, I'm struggling with this. What would Berget tell me? Because I we hear did that all the time.
0: You know, so we were doing that for uh, for a, a long time. And like I was telling uh, Lee, it, where the snag hit is when somebody told me that I should actually do the video part in the podcast, and I I just that stopped everything. I just the amount. Oh, that's
2: that's of, too bad. Yeah. That- we don't need video for a podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I got distracted there for a second. Could you tell? <laughs> it's like, you know, whoops, where did I go?
2: That's really the biggest problem, I think, of everybody that I know is finding the time. And I, I think a lot of it is not making the time. hmm
4: you know? Oh, well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it we all good- have the same amount of time. My sister always says to me, Oh, I wish I had all the time you have. Well, I homeschooled seven kids, I worked as a nurse. And when she was unemployed with no children, she still thought I had more time to paint than she did. So mm-hmm. I think it's all in, um, don't put this on a podcast.
0: <laughs> I don't well, I, I think I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Think but, it's, <laughs> but it's all
2: about choices and how we use our time
0: so well, you know what happened was when I first started out a lot of people said oh you know what a luxury to sit there and just paint all day you know lucky you and they are working so hard no I think nobody's gonna work at, if you are self-employed You're working really hard. All the time. And if you are an artist and you're trying to be creative and do the business of art, that is incredibly challenging. You know, so for their idea, even now I start to get the idea, do they have any concept of what I have created the people that I love you know which I know they do you know I totally know they do but um they just don't really understand what goes into it you know it's like it all just magically happens and it doesn't it's tenacity and it's in fact I've got a friend that is start the one who's dinging me over here and she is um doing a startup business, which is great. And she's it's going to be she's an esthetician. And I said, in order for you to be successful, you know, you've got to go ahead and try lots of different things. That's no different than a painting, you know, and it's, so you've got to try different things and you don't even have to be the best at what you do, but it's the tenacity. If you just keep going and doing and getting out of your way, because we're going to put a lot of obstacles in our way and the obstacles are invisible. They're, they're not even like something we can see. It, Gail, you know that, right? You know, you deal with this all the time,
3: right? Right. Right. I mean, it's, we see things that aren't worth such worry warts and we're trying to do everything well. I think people appreciate what you produce, but you know, I've, I've seen how much work you put into some of these. I can't imagine all the work I don't see. So while I don't see what you do, I think all of us appreciate what it is you do. And certainly the same thing is true for me that, you know, people don't appreciate how much time I spend consulting or getting other pieces of information or talking to other people or trying to fill my brain This, what do i do with this you know Mm -hmm. and it's extremely time consuming but if you care it comes across very good it you are so clear about wanting to help people that i think even in a conversation it's just blatant how much energy and effort you put in to helping each of us and it makes a huge difference and that's what people are so attracted to so well, I,
4: think, I think, you know, wanking. because I can
0: relate, you know, I relate, you know, I've had, a. if you've had a life, you know, if you've paid attention to anything, then you can relate to other people and what they're going through. You can have empathy, you can understand, mm-hmm. and you know, the challenges, you know, the challenges, if you've had kids, you know, the challenges of yeah. finding have parents you know how difficult it is to uh, older par- parents to juggle that and this or you have a husband who's staring at you all the time wondering well what do you want to do now you know and it's like you know what you want to do now <laughs> i want to paint i don't want to do that let's go for a drive i already went for a drive i don't need to go <laughs> you know You know, and, you know, and I'm not trying to, I love it when we have a gentleman in the class, you know, we usually have one or two token gentlemen. So anyway, that's another story. So that could be another thought. But then thinking about Lee, when I first started, um, how I managed my time, because that was the thing that brought me peace, painting brought me peace, thinking of Jean, this is what happened. And I would come up and well, first of all, I get up like really early in the morning. And then I would um, get the kids off to school, clean up the house, come up in the studio. Once I got the house clean, that maybe nine or 10 o'clock, you know, or something like that and paint for a couple hours. It's not like I'm painting eight hours a day, but I would consistently paint Um maybe two or three hours, something like that. And I would constantly walk away. Like I was just saying to Jean so you could get perspective of what you're doing. So it doesn't have to be a lot. We can't sit there and do too much on it because we're just looking at it. We can't see it anymore. We need to get away from it. So, so then you come back and um, yeah. And then now even honestly with my DVDs and all that stuff, I, I would get up at three o'clock in the morning and I would do my editing that way because it would be quiet and then I could do it and then I could think, you know, and I saw a picture my husband had of me where how I used to do my uh, voiceovers is that I had my computer here and then I had this, I used to have blankets over me and I would talk because I would have to film it and then I would have to film myself again and videotape it. So I had the voice and then stripped out the voice and put it into the uh, the, um, the video. So I had to overlap things, you know? Okay. And so I had quilts over me and I'm talking to my very calm voice. So that way it didn't matter what, when I would stop, I could try to pick it up again. Fortunately, things aren't that way anymore. I don't care if a plane flies over anymore <laughs> or if you hear chainsaws in the background, you know? <laughs> What were you going to
3: say, Gail? Yeah, I, I think what you do is amazing. I don't know when the hell you have time to do it all, but
0: it's phenomenal. Well, thank you. You know, like, uh, so I'll just tell you, over the last couple of days, I've been helping my parents. You know, they're um, just trying to rearrange things and cleaning their kitchen, as I'm sure a lot of you have trying to do that, reorganize it, taking their food that they keep buying that is in multiple bags and boxes and trying. So I, so I had to clear off this major table in their garage and I felt like I was in high school again because I found some cinder blocks and I found some wood and I made shelves because all their other shelves are full of stuff, you know, and we know how that goes. So, now they're thrilled. It's like they can see. Yes, you've got about six jars of horseradish, and you've got <laughs> you've got maybe five jars of pickles. So you are good to go for a while. You don't need to buy anymore. <laughs> you know. So um, balancing that and then doing this, yeah. So, but you know, we find time to do the things we love, even if it's for a little tiny while. And look at Lee, you're at the beach or somewhere, right? Look at, I see the yeah, wind blowing, yep.
4: the vacation. blowing.
0: Yeah, the wind blowing in your window. hair. And
4: yeah.
0: where, so what beach are you at? Delaware, uh, Fenwick Island, Delaware. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. And so you're still finding time to do something that is important to you and to be with your family. Yes, because and I have all my
2: paints set up as well. Yeah, I paint down here too.
0: I love
4: it. I love it. You know, I think what holds me back and many others is fear, a fear of failure. Um, So, and I think that's been one of the issues with this painting that I think, um, man, this is really hard and I really want to put some time into it and I need to devote you know, at least an hour or two. And so I just don't do it. And then there's that nagging fear. So I I, I know I just need to work on that. and I just need to do it. But um, that's one of my problems.
0: You know, what you said was all incredibly important because, you know, what you just said made me think of Gail and what we were just talking about because those are the invisible obstacles, you know. The fortunate thing, how I approach thing is I think like all my paintings is that I think about everyone as an experiment and I'm going to go ahead and give it a try. And, you know, um, sometimes I feel a little bit like a squirrel kind of waiting to jump on and, and do it and you, you just have to go for it. And um, so is it the fear of the amount of money for the paper or is it that you're going to make a mistake or fear of failure? Fear of failure. Fear of failure. Jean, what are you thinking? I see you nodding your head. Is it fear of failure or what?
1: I think I got a lot of uh, tight-fisted Scottish, don't spend that money unless you uh, really need it. And so pay that much money for a sheet of paper, it better be right.
0: Well, that's all very good inf- uh, you know. comments right there. So this is what something I did in that kelp painting that's coming up is that you could take a clear bag, you could take just, a, or even just a garbage bag, put a garbage bag on the backside of your painting. If it's not attached to, like, I don't attach my paintings. You could attach it to a board so your back is clean if you want, or take a clear bag or a plastic bag, put it on the back and tape it with painter's tape so you reserve the back of the paper. So that way, if you feel that you need to, uh, it just didn't work out the way you wanted, that you can work on the back side. And then on top of that, so if you see, let's see, do I have that painting up? Okay, let me go back to this here. that. Um, were demonstrations that just didn't really go anywhere, but I decided I'm going to use them as foundations for something else. I haven't really done it with the florals yet, but I do have something in mind. So I'm sure I told you about this. And if I, if I did, I'm going to just repeat it. So I had a landscape here that just wasn't working. It was okay. It did what it, what I wanted it to do, but I just, I I just didn't love it. And then I decided I was going to go ahead and go back over it. And the sky, I scarred the paper a little bit. It just, I went in too heavy with my pigment and then it just didn't work. So then the sky got really dark. It went actually black. And then I decided I was going to try to get this here I did a lot of different things. I did lifting. I used the black. And I don't usually use black. So I tried a lot of different things. And I used my technique that I use in my seascape course here, which is painting with a piece of paper. And I'm sure you have seen that on some of my demonstrations. So one thing that happens is a lot of people, they don't understand it because they... You know, it's like, what do you do with that? The piece of paper is something that's pliable, that holds paint and it's, you can shape it to your hand. It's like finger painting basically. And it has wonderful effects. And I added gouache on top of it. So if your painting's not working out, just put it aside, and then we're going to use it for something else. I like the idea of doing that with a floral. And then I came in with some gouache, something that it was like, Ooh, I don't like to use white or anything like that on top of it. But I'm trying to allow myself uh, to experiment with that and go, it's okay, because it's pretty darn exciting to see the new stuff that's coming up. Okay, so, Jean, buy some paper. <laughs>
3: And don't be afraid to let it go to hell because you can always, my goal now is to learn more. I'm starving to learn more. I don't care whether it's a failure. I don't like the what I did to this peony. So, but I can't tell you how much I learned. So it was worth my time and effort and the paper. Otherwise, how would I have
0: learned all that? Well, I'm going to tell you that peony was, that one that you're looking at sat around for a while until, because I just didn't like that back pedal that I had on my own. So until I decided to expand, Experiment with that, and so then I I thought, oh, I like that. That works, you know. So just sit with it for a while. You don't have to love it at the time, you know. You may use that for a foundation, just like I was talking to Lee. Some of your paintings there are gorgeous and beautiful and light, but if you want them to be a bit more dramatic, we can approach it a little differently, and then use that as a, a bit more of a foundation, you know. So um, uh, going back to Terry and then to Betty. Now, did that. Cover, did I miss something with you, Betty? There? Oh, the fear. It's invisible. Thinking about what Gail said, it's all invisible. it's it's just what you create in your head. And you know, one of the things that sounds minimizing uh, a little bit, and that's not what I'm trying to do, but I thought, oh, people are gonna um, not like it or, you know, I'm not doing it the way that that I'm supposed to be doing it. And, we all, like I could not do a very light painting like Lee did. That isn't what's inside me. That's not my creative voice. I've got something stronger that comes out. You know, it's, I'm not trying to say that, you know what I mean? It's like, I can't be light and pretty. It's like, just like, I'm basically just kind of stomping around everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's, it's dramatic. It's, you know what I'm saying there, Terry? Yes. Yes.
4: You know, one, one of the things I would like to give this class another go. So the next time you have it, can I participate?
0: Yes, you can participate. If you want reviews, then I usually have a review fee. You know, it's like a, a minimal review fee on that. That's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. But yes, you can continue. You know, you have lifetime access to the six-week course content here. So you can continue to paint it. If you're in the online um, Facebook group, you can go ahead and post it there, too, if you want to. You can get feedback from other students. And uh, if you are a member of mine, then you can always bring it to the members group. You don't have to do that. But that's what people do. And um, yeah. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. And then, Betty, let's take a look. You've got a beautiful transition of light going across that. How do you feel about it, Betty? Well, I felt much better after
1: I um, did the corrections, you know, or suggestions you had given me before. You know, it really helped with the inside where the stamens were to shadow those a little bit more and um, bring some darker color to the one side of the painting.
0: Hmm. Okay, I love it. Congratulations on that. It's wonderful. So again, you know, that's all pretty much the same colors. If you're interested in joining that workshop that I've got coming up, you know, no pressure, you might need a break, you might need to do some gardening, you might need to go to the beach or in a canoe or something like that, whatever. Uh, Enjoy yourself. But we're going to use that same basic idea in this next um, composition. If you want to send me subject matters that you want to hear, like, I like the idea of fear and time and all that. It's, that is not a one-time conversation. You know, we can continue with that. Very good. You are
4: just a very special teacher. You're a really wonderful teacher. And I love um, just all of your input and your, your thoughts as you're moving through a painting, exactly what you're thinking is so helpful.
0: I appreciate that and virtual hug for you, you know, and it's funny as, yes, oh, ah, there we go. There we go. We're <laughs> both doing good together. Oh, get a little closer.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been so helpful, Birgit. Thank you so much. This was a really good class. Thank yes. you. And
0: Jean, we need to keep you going here. Let's remove those obstacles, okay? Maybe with the lighter weight paper, anything to get that brush in your hand, okay?
1: I. I did try a different kind of paper and it was so awful that I went back to the expensive stuff because <laughs> it, to start off awful is is worse than ruining it yourself. I don't know what was wrong with the paper, but it looked like I was painting on a heavily spackled wall. I mean, every raised surface stayed white and I couldn't get the color to go onto to it and so then it was like okay put it away go get was it away.
0: or a pad it
1: was a it was a tablet, a low- class watercolor tablet and I was just trying to make make a box with the colors to try you know mixing different colors to see what I wanted and I was spending so much time arguing with the paper that I wasn't doing anything with the colors. Go get a real piece of paper and see what it looks like on a real piece of paper. And I'm like, oh, yeah, look, it's a pretty color. You know, so then the rest of this crap in my life lo- landed. And so I've been fighting for two months and I see a future coming. So I will continue. You know, I will. It's just that I'm sorry I can't contribute my.
0: That's okay. You effort. know what? Again, you're making me think of one last thing. I always have one last thing is that I'm looking for, I think it's Canson paper. Canson used to, I don't know if it still owns Arches paper now, but you know, it's in that family. Mm -hmm. So it's a student grade paper. Thinking about you and the amount of time that you have, which is not much, just to get some water and color on that paper, use the Canson. If this, let me grab one so you can see it. So this one, I'm sure you've seen this. This is at Michaels or probably Hobby Lobby or something like that. It's cans and watercolor, Aquarelle. I use this when I do the kids' court, you know, kids' classes, and it's not terribly expensive. And if you go to Michaels or so, sometimes they have two for one or something like that. And actually, one thing I was thinking about, and Gail, you can help me with this, and then I'll I'll just take off and let you go because you're probably thinking, please, when is she going to end this? <laughs> Oh, we don't want you to. I'm your husband back there. I see <laughs> it's trying to decide, do I put the kids courses on some on my regular watercolor channel and put a, uh, a playlist I started to, or do I create a different watercolor channel for kids? No. Isn't okay. it, isn't it just more work
1: for
4: you? I wouldn't do anything that's more work. Yeah,
0: just keep it on the same.
4: Well,
3: I I just didn't... Okay. All right. So wherever you put it, if they're looking for you to paint, which I know three kids are, they'll find you. Right. Well, see, Gail,
0: you're, you're kids, quick, huh? Yeah, but Your kids are in the class. Right. And I haven't added any more lessons to that because I'm not painting with the kids right now. But I thought maybe the best way to... To kind of put it out there for kids for the summer is maybe on YouTube, you know. So I don't know. So Gail, we can catch up about that later. Later. Uh, Think about that. Oh, and uh, uh, Bonnie, yeah, yeah, I uh, see you're even.
2: Yeah, one thing I do with my um, paper that's that's still good on the back, I let my grandchildren use it and it's arches and they learn what good paper is like and and how the paints work on it. I also let them use my good paints, and so that they know what it feels like Mm -hmm. and they're both I mean they 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 use them very well they don't waste
0: them and and things like that but I like them to get to be able to use the good uh, paints and paper. Oh, it's huge. And like, I've heard such great feedback from Gail and the kids. You know what, guys, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, I really appreciate that. And I do have some upcoming workshops that you might want to check out on my website, com. And until next time, have fun and happy painting.